We told you in this podcast, a comic book that you shouldn't read yet. And now we're going to tell you about a comic book that you need to buy. Jim Ruggs, we have The Incredible Hulk. Hulk Grand Design Part 1 Monster. Holy hell, Ryan, was this a fun book to read. This right here may be one of the books of the year, and it should get an award. Well done. Well, well done, Jim Rugg. If you, I'm going to do a, a small plug, a plug here. From let's, let's plug it up. My own YouTube channel. Every month, I rank my five favorite comics I read that month. New comics. This made my honorable mentions. There you go. So I think it's like six. There you go. Something like that. So go check out my YouTube videos and uh, you can eventually see what my thoughts were from my favorite books on March. I'm still editing that one. It takes a while. Editing is hard. That's right. And you know what? We should also give another shout out to another YouTube channel. Cartoonist Kayfabe. Jim Rugg um, rocks the mic over there with his co-host and they dive deep into comics. It's an amazing channel. It's a channel that started around the time that we actually started hitting the mic too. It was really cool to see their rise in the comic space and they do it a, a superb job over there going through collectibles, going through comics and dissecting it through the lens of a comic creator, artist, writer, inker, penciler, colorist. They do it all over there, which makes them just super dangerous when chatting about comic books because they can take it deep into those books, the creative process and what they experienced in their life because they have been in the comic game since they were little. So it's a very different type of view that you get than your standard content creator. Certainly what you get here on the, on our channel, Jim Rugg is an award winner and he is so damn talented. And I found out courtesy of a couple of interviews that he did that he got the contract basically finalized right before the pandemic hit. So he's been working on this grand design run. This is a two, it's going to be a two issue run, which is going to include upwards of 450. Is that what it is? Maybe it's 500 issues of the Hulk. Like you it's, would know better than me. It's outstanding. I know the first issue is an overview of the first 300 issues. Because that's really when the Hulk was a monster in the comics. It's a very monster of the of the week type of comic book. Up until you get like Peter David on the run. And that's when things get more, more personal, more madness. And that's what the next issue is going to be, which is coming out this month. So, Or no, May. Comes out in May. Does it say? I think it comes out in May. Because April was this drop. I think May is This the was next March. Drop. This was the very end of March. Oh, okay. My bad. This was March. And then this month in April, that's when you get the second one. So it's done. It's superb. And why don't we chat about what the grand design is? Because we've had a fantastic four grand design. Um, Jim Ruggs' co-host on Cartoonist Kayfabe did X-Men grand design, which is also a masterpiece. And this marks the third one that Marvel's done. What is X-Men, or rather, what is the grand design? It's a type of book that takes a very zoomed out look at the entire history of a certain character or team in the X-Men's case. Or Fantastic Four, even. Correct. And that's it. They're usually really, really short. There were only two of the Fantastic Four issues. There's going to be two of these Hulk ones. I think there was three. There's been a few different of the X-Men grand designs, but that's because the X-Men have so much there. Right. But yeah, at at its core, it is just a big zoomed out look at the entire run of a 
comic book over the decades. Absolutely. And it's an amazing thing to think about how this was created. It took years to make. It came out over this last week or or over this last few weeks. You can get this at comic stores and let's hold it up. Yo, we have um, this actually, I went with the um, Ed Pisker cover, but it's a nice homage. It's a, it's, a, it's a gorgeous homage. I had to get it. I actually got a bunch of copies of it because I want to support Radiant Black is doing an homage to this cover next time, too. Next Pretty issue cool. of Radiant Black. It's so dope. Um, taking upwards of 300 issues. This is a fat comic, too. I think it's like, what, $6 cover price on this $6 one cover too. price, but like 40 pages of comics, or of comic art, you know? Um, it is, the workload is insane. Like, you know what? If you put this head to toe, or rather head to toe, if you put this toe to toe with, head to toe, toe to toe with uh, another comic that's coming out that's like narrative driven, like, you know, it's a story and you're like trying to compare, you know, because we we're just saying top comics of the year kind of, kind of stuff. This comic gets an added layer of creative, um, there's like an added layer of what goes into make this possible makes it a different level of critique. Does that make sense? It's probably lucky that <laughs> for the for the existence of this comic, it's probably lucky that we had to be in quarantine because uh, Jim Rugg had to go through and read like the entire run of Incredible Hulk. And he did. He read, yes. And you, you will get that vibe very strongly while reading this this comic because it it breaks down so much of the entire run of the character. And I imagine the research and like reading all of that and taking notes and like, thinking what kind of how you're going to condense this into two issues of a comic. Like I can't imagine how difficult that part must have been, let alone the actual, you know, starting the process, writing and drawing, drawing, choosing what color paper the page should be printed. Let's get into this, man. Okay. We got, we got images. Okay. So what I want the community to think about is many images in order to get to the final stage. And we're not going to show you every page of this damn book. You got to get this book yourself. And I got to also throw this out there physically, physically. Yes. Go and buy this book. You need to own this. If you're a Marvel fan, if you're an Avengers fan, if you're a, uh, uh, Hulk fan, if you're an independent comics fan, you need to support Jim Rugg and everything he's doing. This right here needs to be on your shelf. You need to own this when they do the collected edition. Um, also, when you're looking at these pages, think about what goes into the planning, the the choice of colors, the choice of artist style, the homages, the the, the process of being able to think this out with such foresight so that you're able to pay tribute, pay homage on every page. And make it gripping and exciting so that you do the Hulk right. This book will make you, reading this book will make you think about how a comic is made, which isn't usually how, when I sit down and I read a comic, the best times are when I just get swept away and I'm not thinking about anything other than the story. Right. But this book, I get, I get caught up in how it was made. How did they do this? We have. How did this one guy do this? Because this is all Jim Rugg, which is another, it's kind of mind-blowing that he handles all the colors in here too, especially. It's, it's kind of a necessity for it to be all him because the amount of planning is so yeah. extensive that there's already so much of an additional workload that splitting it with someone would first kind of dilute it because those who've done grand design in the past have done it all themselves. So you're not just getting a Hulk, you know, a, 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 a condensed version of the Hulk. You're getting a condensed version of the Hulk done by Jim Rock. One person's vision. Yeah. yeah. And and it really showcases here in all the art. And look at this. This is the first page. And you're seeing so much. You're seeing Bruce Banner. You're seeing him change into the Hulk. You see his, 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 his love. And you see the Avengers. And you see Abomination. And you see Doctor Strange. And you see... I love the, the four Hulks on the corners. Like the, two, the, the four different art styles. Notice the paper. The paper choice. 
This is like OG paper. That's choice. why you need to read this. Distressed. Physically. So I saw interviews with him as mentioned, and he mentions like, or rather, he describes the process of just one panel and figuring out by testing what it looks like on this type of paper, what this looks like next to this choice of color, because during different eras of the Hulk, we have different changes to the medium where they were limited with what color palette they can choose. What Jack Kirby drew with then is not what um, Sal Buscema would end up using in the future. So when he's harnessing his Kirby inks and he's harnessing his Kirby colors, he is paying tribute to that time in comics as well on the page. As you can see here with the first page, which is very like old school comic-y, you know? Yep. That like harsh yellow background on the hospital walls there. Yeah. Not a whole lot of detail on the back walls too. You know, something that you kind of see. I love it. Like, and right away, this is the first like story panels in the book. And you just get the sense that you're going to be taken, not just on a history of the Hulk, but a history of comics and how they used to look back when the Hulk was introduced up through like the eighties, I think is how far this book goes. This is what I was talking about, about the paper choice. You know, this is a content creator who probably tested the yellow multiple times just to make sure that this purple banner that we're looking at is going to uh, play well on the page. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be that like visually stimulating and that you're going to get really embraced by what's being just hit. You're assaulted you by the color here. It yeah, hurts right? your Assault. eyes to look at. But that's what it's like, right? Because what's happening? Yeah, We're, that's true. The nuclear bomb, bomb is going off. That's right. You're being bombarded by radiation. So you're saying he was playing with like, do I do this yellow? Do I do this red? Do I do this green? Which pro- And it's probably going through the, the color chart for the 64 color palette right. back in the day. The you only know? options they had to work with back exactly. then. Exactly. Yeah. But then look at this page. This right here. It looks like it was cut out. No, it was on purpose. He actually made a page look like it was cut out from a comic book showing the anguish that Bruce Banner has. But then on the bottom here, we have Fantastic 412. This is a major book. I mean, we got the thing, we got the Hulk fighting, but this comic right here is also an homage that Jim did. Right, he redrew the cover there. That's not just a small thumbnail image of it. Absolutely. And the fact that you're, they could have just said, and then the Hulk fought the thing for the first time, but you're getting the cover, you're getting the little caption with the arrow that like, like an editor's note. Mm -hmm. It's like Jim Rugg is holding your hand and telling you the story versus... Just a list of stuff Hulk did. Yeah, without going full encyclopedia, which is the most, it's got to be the most difficult thing to That's avoid. That's the impressive part about this is because this this could have easily just felt like reading a Wikipedia page of different things Hulk has done in the past. But we get, there's a, there's a very thin line between informative and entertaining that this book manages to somehow expertly walk. The first few issues of the Hulk was not a success. Got canceled. They brought him over to Tales to Astonish. Had some, some crossovers with characters that we know and love silver surfer for example which gets documented in this comic book by the way we also have um hulk appearing in the avengers issue one joining the avengers getting kicked out of the avengers soon after so not only do we have him taking on the responsibility of the issues that he was in his own title bruce banner that is we have him going outside of that to his appearance that mattered in Marvel lore, like his time on the Avengers, him fighting the Avengers. And you see this beautifully done because yeah, he's paying tribute here to the actual story, the narrative, the villain, but we also see the Avengers banner at the top as it's seen on Avengers number one. That's cool. 
That's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. I mean, he cares. And, and this right here, I had to pick this out because, you know, there's, there's so many issues. You, you mentioned the notes, right? Like he had to right. take ample notes. We showed, we'll show that too at the end here. Yeah. And well, yeah, we can go through the, uh, the, uh, what would you call it? It's like the, the, it's like a works cited. Yeah. Works like, cited. But here's my a, references or yeah. something. Yeah. There's, you know, it's like page this to this is that there's like an, an index. index and it's an index. Thank you. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It's an index. Um, the index covers like there's 50 pages of Hulk here or whatever. It's like 20 pages. Like there's a lot of story that what's really hilarious with this comic is that it's very clear that back in the day, this was written for kids. Sure. And then over time, more people got into it. It got, uh, it's a monster of the week vibe, right? It's not that deep. You know, the deepest it gets is like Hulk feeling sad. He's getting depressed because he's a monster. He's, he's alone a lot. He struggles with that and he becomes the Hulk and he doesn't become the Hulk. And then he needs to become the Hulk again and he doesn't need to become the Hulk. Then try to get rid of the Hulk and try to bring the Hulk back and try to get rid of him again. And they got to fight the same guy that just died, but he's back again. It's that over and over. And without making this grand design boring, that information is communicated, but it's done in a comedic way that makes, makes it funny. It's like, yeah, this is comics. This is how it was. He's harnessing the reality, but also making it enjoyable to read all along the way that makes you go, yep, that's how it was. I think there's a next, like the next page maybe shows like specific, <laughs> exactly. This is the page I was thinking of when it's just like, and then he fights Tiger Shark and here's Beast. Yep. And here's by Beast and Modoc, Wendigo and Juggernaut. Like all of these, all of these just, like you said, monster of the week. And it's just Hulk punching and kicking in sequence, just a bunch of different guys. It's like, okay. So the notes that he took, the, the first interview I watched was on his channel and he pulls out all of the, the originals that he had of the artwork and then he pulls out the notes. It's like the index, index notes, is that what you call it? Index cards? Index cards, thank right, you. Like flashcards? Flashcards. It was a stack of flashcards like this big. Ugh. Every comic that he read, flashcards. And he was going through them on camera and some of them just said, it didn't like get into the story, it just said Jim Starlin art on the one flashcard. Cause like, that's what he took away from. It's like, that's what he took away with after reading. It's like, I gotta, all right, I gotta make sure to get my Starlin in there, my cosmic. I gotta make sure to get the She-Hulk in there. I gotta make sure to get the abomination in there. Dr. Strange is a big player in these comics too. I gotta get him in there. And he does. But before he can get to this, he has to do that other workload, which is why this book is such a big moment for not just this character, but for the creator, but also for comic readers to look at and go, man, this there's such a tremendous amount of time that's been put into this. Making Hulk fans happy, but even getting newer Hulk fans, because I think this right here was the perfect time to drop this book. I don't know about you, dude. We've talked about this on the mic. Immortal I'm not Hulk. a big Hulk dude until Immortal Hulk, Al Ewing. It. Yeah. Now, Sir Cates. Right. That's the only Hulk I've ever read is these last two runs. One and of them then, is ongoing. And then like, you know, oh, there's specs, so I have to read this run and I got to get familiar here. But... It burst. We I've read, read more consecutive Fantastic Four than I've read Hulk. We did read a Hulk for the Infinity Gauntlet breakdown. We did read one. Which was really good, by the way. Right? When you got oh, shrunk down to so micro good. size or something. That was an that Abomination was thinks he's talking to God. <laughs> oh, dude. Just like I Moon love Knight. that. It's all coming it's full all circle. It's all coming full circle. What's real? Uh, all right. So um, pick this comic up. This makes me think about. Oh, goodness. Yeah, never mind. We Whatever gotta, I we was just going to say. It's not, you know, it's not as important as this. Oh. So Jim Rugg. Ah. This is what's cool, is that this is a Jim Rugg comic still. This is his take on Hulk 181. And yes, 
that looks like notebook paper. I'm getting vibes of like when Jim Rugg was a kid. It's got he the does lines this on in his still. comics too. He does this type of like mixed medium work. And it's so cool to see him just go, yeah, I'm going to Jim Ruggify the Incredible Hulk 181. And he I nailed just, it, man. I get the image of somebody just doodling this and in class when they're supposed right? to be paying attention or taking notes. It's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm just going to recreate my favorite comic cover. But he did change something. Look at the bottom right. He, he does the reveal. Wolverine loses, but lives to fight Hulk again. And <laughs> he's just like laying out again. on the ground. And again. And, and again. again. And again. And again. Oh, my goodness. I love this. It was so much fun. Also, something else that, um, that he does really well in this is that he goes in and out of... Mar- the Marvel Universe. He's like, at this time, this book was coming out in another country. At this time, you have Rampaging Hulk. And you get some really cool homages of that. He hits different moments in Americana where and, and where the Hulk was during, uh, during that time. Um, and if you also like consider that, the struggle of getting multiple issues into one page kind of becomes easier because then it's like, well, essentially you're sourcing marketing material ads what was marvel marketing at that time how were they doing it and then he has an opportunity to riff on that and put that in this comic book so he's homaging marketing from way back when from the silver and bronze age and it's excellent and it's beautifully um portrayed here on this full page marvel's tv sensation because you can't really mention the history of the hulk without pointing out that he had no i guess there were better more popular yeah, the superhero shows. You know, I didn't see Lou Ferrigno in here, and he showed in his interview on his channel that he had a Lou Ferrigno page that he made. So I'm interested to see what he posts after this, after it's all put out, because I bet there's stuff in here there's that promise. Marvel said, oh, we can't have you put that in there. Cut but, that out. This is too big. But it's all, But here's the beauty. It's Jim Rugg. It all, it's like behind the scenes. It's like the deleted scenes. It's the Office Super Fans episodes. It makes me think about like what other grand design books they could come out with in the future like this gets my mind going because this is the third one that we've had after x-men fantastic four now hulk what else do we want to see you know i think captain america would be really cool because you have the golden age cap where he's like dealing with some really skinny and kind of goofy looking it's like how how do they tell that story right you know and in the golden age respect that's that's going way back when there's a way yeah there's a way um but it would be really cool and um, I'm going to skip a couple things because I, I, I got to just tease in the book you know, out of so respect. I don't want to They're so good though. Dude, we were like, oh, let's go through it. We have the po- the comic here. So we we're like, we're, take, we're getting the pictures, right? Page by page. And then I'm like, and you know what? This, this is one. half the damn book. We can't do that. And do this one and, and do this one and so, that one too. So I'm going to show you another one comic fan. Ah. We all know it. Secret Wars. We have the Hulk holding up a mountain. Yep. Saving the rest of our heroes. And we have Jim Rugg just capturing it beautifully. One of the things I really like about this that's subtle is the lettering, how it like narrows the further down you get to like emphasize the pressure and the point that Hulk is holding up. That's right. So let's take a look at this. You have the mountain. Boo-woo-foom. Go ahead. Read this, brother. Transported to a strange planet by a force from beyond the universe. Get it? Beyond? That's right. The universe. The mightiest superheroes and supervillains of all fight a secret war. During the secret war. The Molecule Man drops a mountain range on the superheroes. An entire mountain. Beneath 150 billion tons of rock, Hulk stands strong until the other heroes can blast away out. Look at this. The negative space. So cool. The, the, uh, the power that he was able to harness from a classic cover being riffed on just spot on, Jim Rung. One full page. It's, One it's great. full page. Now, well, this is the last thing I want to show you. Okay. 
It's the last, last choice. Okay. It's going to be the last thing. Because um, I don't want to show any of the, the rest of the comic, but I do want to point this out. This is a really cool, you know, page shot of the Hulk, and I love it. But this is actually what I want to highlight here. <laughs> this is cool and all, but this. This right here is my official prayer to Thor that Marvel Comics puts Jim Rugg on Doctor Strange. Hot damn. This is amazing. That would be really cool. This is a very. Look at this. Very vintage silver kind of art style here. That I want to see anymore. an entire Doctor Strange run by Jim Rugg. Grand design Doctor Strange. I but, would even like. See, but here's the but thing. But that's only two issues probably. But yeah. And you got to pass the torch. Grand yeah. design is like one artist. Takes it on. It's a giant project for two years. That's true. All three of these have been done by three different people. So you got to keep that going. I want to see that happen. You pass the torch indeed. But I think this right here is something bigger. Jim Rugg needs to do Doctor Strange. This is superb. That's cool art, yeah. By the hoary hosts of Haggith. Damn it, so good. I love comic books. Comic fam, we ought to know your thoughts about Jim Rugg's Hulk grand design. We have Monster. We have Madness coming soon. Book has hit 20 bucks. Let off the gas, comic fam, unless you're really gutting for some Jack Kirby goodness. $75 cover price on this. Don't overbid. But if somebody wants it, we got it. 